Welcome to the BWFA Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise podcast series brought to you by Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. This podcast is informational and not a specific recommendation. Please consult with your financial advisor. Hello, and welcome to the third podcast of a podcast series about selecting your state of residence. In the first podcast, we talked about estate planning, estate taxes, uh, people are moving out of state, what the exemption amounts are, who pays an estate tax. We all talked about, also talked about other things in the second podcast, income, if it's taxed, social security, what states have an income tax, what states do not. Talked about what states don't tax pensions, what states uh, don't tax um, dividends and interest or do tax dividends and interest. We also talked about cost of living and healthcare costs. Today, we're gonna talk about start to talk about qualitative reasons. And I would suggest these are the more important reasons, topics, factors to consider when you are selecting your state of residence, whether it's in retirement or before retirement. Think about these questions. Would you downsize your home? If you would, when? Would you do it now? Would you do it later? Maybe you're gonna transition in your new home in another state to a continuing care retirement community or assisted living facility. Think about what you plan to do in the future once you get to the new state. Would you rent your own or own your home or both? What would you like to live near? In doing research for this seminar and podcast many years ago, I read an article about uh, a couple who did their research and they wanted to live near a library within walking distance, which they did. They found one, they moved there, it was great. But what they didn't realize was that the library wasn't open every day of the week, and it was open only, only open until noon or 1 p.m. on some days. Well, it wasn't a big deal, but they didn't do, take that extra step to do their research. Who would you like to live near? Family, friends, grandchildren? Also recognize if you're doing your research and you find a place you'd like to live, your surrounding neighbors. Another article I read talked about clients who moved, found the perfect home, what they didn't realize was because it wasn't during the political season, it wasn't during the fall, there across the street was a family couple who was from a different political affiliation. Well, it wasn't that big of a deal. They always had signs in the yard, multiple signs, and it was cluttered and it didn't, the clients, the couple didn't like looking out the window and seeing all those signs. They didn't take that extra step. To always take that extra step. Understand if you're gonna be re- happy in your retirement community, whether that's in the future or near future. Will you require public transportation? If you're receiving public transportation now, make sure you can have access to that public transportation wherever it is that you're going to relocate. Think about if your health is going to impact where you live, whether it's cold weather, warm weather, seasons, wherever you go visit, all throughout the season, if you're not familiar with the seasons, make sure that you can get access, you have access to the healthcare that you need if you require specific or specialized healthcare. Make sure that you have doctors who are going to be accepting new patients and accepting your health coverage, whether it's Medicare or otherwise. Also, in doing research, I read an article about a couple who moved to, I think it was Delaware, and they did their research and they found doctors who were accepting new patients or accepting Medicare. And they thought, okay, we did our research, it's great. We moved, they moved there. 
but they didn't take that step to see if any of those doctors were accepting new patients. Closest doctor was 45 minutes to an hour away. Again, it wasn't a big deal, but that would have been, could have been a factor in deciding where in that area to relocate to. So always take that extra step. If we put all the 10 states together, I'll talk about what that means. We have the top 10 states, but all states together, we have the top 10 states. I'll talk about what this means again uh, with rankings. South Dakota, Utah, Georgia, Tennessee, Alabama, South Carolina, Washington, Florida, Arizona, and Idaho. The bottom 15, probably could guess some of them. New York, New Jersey, California, Connecticut, Illinois, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Montana, Vermont, Wisconsin, Indiana, Kentucky, Maine, West Virginia, and Minnesota. It's not important that New York is the bottom of this ranking when we put it all together, and I'll talk about what that means in a second. It's important to recognize where the range it lies. New York is in the bottom 15 or bottom 10. And understand why it's in the bottom 10, bottom 15 or top 10. And here's why. This ranking includes cost of living, health of the economy, low crime rates, size of a relatively prosperous population of 65 and over, and the tax environment. What does that mean? What percentage is that? Does that mean these rankings are based off of a weighting of 20% for each of these five factors? Okay, well, it doesn't tell us that. It would be good to know. If you're not concerned with the size of a population being 65 or over, well, if this weighting is a 20%, what if it's 50%? Well, then that would skew the rankings according to what's most important to you. But if you don't know that, if you don't know, well, of course you're going to know what's most important to you, but if you don't know what the rankings and the weightings are, you don't know if this is applicable. You don't know if it has your best interest. It may not. It may, but it may not. Same with the health of economy. I'm sure everyone's agreeable that low crime rates is important, but it may not be as important cost of living. So if low crime rates is a, has a weighting of 40%, cost of living is only 20%, well, again, the rankings may not be suitable for you. So understand what the rankings mean, where they lie, the criteria they lie. But again, if you went into this maybe read this article and saw this ranking and you went to the footnotes and saw that it was cost of living, health of economy, low crime rates, size of relatively tax environment. You may think, well, this is all important to me. Great. But you need to take a deeper dive if they don't show you the weightings because who knows what they weigh. It could, it could all be cost of living. 95%, 96% could be weighted to cost of living and only 1% to the other four. Well, if you're not so concerned with cost of living, hopefully you are, it may not be applicable. So understand, take a deeper dive, research, make sure you understand what this means, the rankings mean. Some of our clients don't relocate. They change their state of residence, but they become snowbirds. Maybe they maintain two homes. How do you establish a state of residency? In Maryland, many people say it's six months in a day. You have to stay in your home for six months in a day before you are a Maryland resident, or if you have a home in Florida, you need to stay in your home, Florida home six months in a day. But there's no way that any state can really track that. Maryland's not following you around. Plus also, what if you're in your home in Florida six months and in Maryland six months, but one of the weeks in Florida, you decide to take a vacation to California? Well, you were in Maryland more than you were in Florida, even though your quote unquote residency in Florida was large. How do you quantify that? We really can't. So what do you do? If, hopefully you're not there, 
if you're working with an attorney because the state came after you and said, no, your state of residence is Maryland or any other state, pay your income taxes. Hopefully it doesn't come to that. But if you talk to an attorney, they're going to tell you your intent. All you need to do is show your intent, your intent to be a Florida resident in this example. How do you do that? Well, you want to buy a home. You don't have to, but it's stronger than renting. Renting signals temporary. Buying signals permanent. You're going to do all the other things you're going to do anyway if you just moved outright to Florida. You're going to register to vote. You should update your state documents because every state is different with their state law, state, state, state laws. Change your mailing address, have your mail, all your bank accounts, investment accounts. Change your phone number if you have a home phone. Most people have cell phones now. Move your principal bank to the state. You're going to do all the things anyway. You're going to get a driver's license in the, in the state. You don't have to do all of these. Most of the things you're gonna do naturally anyway, that should be sufficient. Get plates in for your automobile, um, passports. If you're employed, you're gonna have a new W-4. File your income taxes. You're not gonna be filing a Maryland income tax form return if you're a Florida resident, so you don't need to file one. But if, if there's another income, state income tax in another state, maybe another state that has a uh, tax, then you just use that state a tax form. So again, you're gonna do all the things you would do normally. Um, and just as long as you can show your intent, the six month and a day rule, it's hard to prove the intent is easier. Lastly, well, you may be thinking, and we have a handful of clients who do this, they're not gonna relocate. They're not gonna become snowbirds. They want to retire abroad, outside of the United States. Well, you're gonna do all the things that we talked about so far, do your research, it's probably gonna be a little bit more difficult because there are a lot of different places, wonderful, beautiful places outside of the United States. I would suggest visiting each place you're thinking about more than once. Also more importantly than the United States because you kind of have an idea of the weather in the United States for the most part. Parts outside of the United States, countries outside of the United States, different parts of the world are gonna have many different seasons. So visit wherever you're going to, whatever you're thinking about many different times, but also in different seasons. Look at the different types of neighborhoods, housing, make sure you have a good understanding of medical services and healthcare options. Make sure that your health insurance covers you outside of the United States. Many health insurance, many Medicare plans do not. Make sure your coverage does. Go shopping wherever it is that you're thinking about moving to. See the world, see, see how things, how people interact and how things operate. Um, see if there's an expat community in that area. There are many organizations that help help folks transition. For example, there's a, um, I can't even think of it. I think it's Costa Rica. Probably other places too. But as an example, Costa Rica, they might have a uh, group that helps people retire abroad. There's organizations that do that. So see if there's a community, if not an organization. Have a phone plan. Make sure that you have phone coverage but also make sure there's a plan to contact relatives back in or friends back in the United States. For example, I'm calling you the first Friday or the every other Friday. It could be the first Monday of every month, the 15th and the 30th, whatever it is, make sure that they understand you're gonna reach out to them. And if you do not, then there's an issue. So make sure you have a phone plan and a phone plan to contact home. Determine your visa options. Make sure you understand how you're gonna do your banking, understand the exchange rates, Learn the language if, if there's a different language or make sure you have someone who can translate or that can translate for you 
the language. So you don't necessarily need to become fluent, but obviously you want to make sure you can understand, they can understand you. Also in doing research for this webinar, seminar, podcast, I read about folks who retired abroad and I believe it was Taiwan, um, could have been Thailand, found a place, it was great, they did all their research, but they didn't visit on one specific day. I think it was, it was one weekend out of the month, um, not throughout the whole season, but there was a meat market right outside their window. They had a condominium, but right outside their window was a meat market on one of the weekdays once a month, and they didn't know that. Nobody told them, and the smell, uh, I'll leave it at that. They didn't take that extra step. Talk to the people around you, talk to the communities, make sure you have a good understanding. Uh, last thing we want, you would want, is to have to relocate again. We have a couple clients who, against our recommendation, didn't do enough research. We, we did our best to help them, but they reacted more than once and they had to relocate. We have one client who relocated several times. While she's happy to do it, it's just out-of-pocket costs that may not have been necessary. We also have a client who um, went into a retirement community and it was a 55 plus and up, but at the time they weren't aware that the youngest age seemed to be 70 or 75 and they were in their 50s, mid 50s, and it wasn't a good fit. So they sold their place and went to another place. So again, can't stress it enough. Research, don't react. Determine what matters to you most first. Don't let the tax tail wag the dog and then see what works best. If you know that you wanna be near a golf course, near your kids, in warm weather, well then find a place that matches those criteria and then understand all of those places that match that that you're thinking about. North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia. Also take a deeper dive into the localities, the counties. Maryland, property taxes are about 1% for the most part, but it depends on where you are. If you're in Potomac, Baltimore City, it's going to be very expensive versus Howard County, very expensive. Whereas some of the northern counties, Western counties aren't going to be as expensive. So just because there is one specific factor rate detail about that state doesn't necessarily mean it's for the whole state. So you have to take a deeper dive into the locality, the township, and the county. Be as prepared as you can. I think whatever you do, whatever decision you make, you won't regret it. But you want to pay as little tax and make it as little of a burden as possible for you. As always, if you have questions... Contact BWFA in our financial plans for our clients. We run multiple scenarios and we show them what if scenarios. What if you move to New York? What if you move to Florida? What, from a financial perspective, what impact does that have on our retirement success? Uh, so if you're not working with someone that can do that for you, come talk to us. No obligation, no cost. We're happy to talk to you and see what we can, we can do for you. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for more podcasts. Thanks for listening. For questions, more information, or to schedule a conversation, please contact Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. Past performance is no measure or guarantee of future returns. Investing in securities involves risk, including the risk of principal. The securities and services mentioned here may not be suitable for every investor. You should discuss these with your advisor prior to making a final determination based on your risk tolerance, your investment objectives, and your financial situation. Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor.